Alrighty. Yeah. Welcome <laughs> to episode one of the Polemia podcast. Where gonna, we talk shit. It's going to be a wild ride. It's going to be a wild ride. Um, a lot of so I guess we should introduce ourselves. We should introduce ourselves, right? Yeah. So I'm Woody. I'm Doug. I'm Ryan. And we are three friends with similar political and social views, but we differ in many areas. So, um... And no reason to be experts in anything, quite frankly. Well, we will do our research, but this episode isn't really based around anything. It's more of just an introduction. It's like a formality. Um, so, I guess we're trying to remain unbiased as we can, but I can see why a lot of people getting into some of these episodes will say that we have a conservative sway. And it's mostly just because a lot of the most outrageous political claims are coming from the left and they're just easier to dissect and dismantle. But that's not to say necessarily that we're conservative. It's just you're... Oh, no, I'm it, conservative. Oh, <laughs> see, he's conservative. I don't libertarian, really, I don't conservative really, libertarian. But. I don't really identify as a conservative, but I, I hold a lot of conservative values to heart and I hold a lot of liberal values to heart. I'm kind of some... I'm not a centrist, though. I'll never admit that. <laughs> but never what about you, Ryan? Well, where where do you identify politically? Off the spectrum on both sides. No, politically. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, I'm I'm on that spectrum. I'm very pinpointed on that spectrum. I mean, you're on uh, you're on a couple of different spectrums. I like <laughs> like everyone is. I, the... I like uh, a lot of very left views, but I mix them with some very right views and. Needless to say, Ryan's gonna bring a lot of irony to the I table. I mean, I think, I think it oh, can. A lot. I Contradictions think, galore. I think we can all agree, and obviously say if if you don't agree that mostly socially we we're all pretty liberal, and economically we might differ a little bit, but socially we're pretty all liberal, for the most part. For the most part. Yeah. There, there's a few things that we think go too far, and obviously we're going to get into that. We but. will be dissecting the, the leftist movement that's going on now because, it, I don't know, it's really based on really exaggerated claims of the system we live in. But I think the system we live in is one of the better ones among a lot of the world, and people don't really take appreciation for it. Yeah. It's not, not to say that it's perfect and that there's not problems that need to be fixed, but you don't need to be going out in the streets and claiming that... You know, someone you disagree with as a homophobe or a xenophobe or whatever. For sure. Mm-hmm. I feel like what we're lacking nowadays is the ability to sit down like this and have a discussion about our political differences because it's mostly just name calling and making fun of the other side that you're not on. And uh, it's a shit show. It's a whole, it's a fucking circus, let's be honest. Which kind of brings up uh, what well, kind of what we plan on doing is, is having on uh, guests with different political views um hopefully as much as we can and a lot of our friends are super liberal too so yeah it should bring some conversation to the table some of them are extremely not <laughs> liberal so oh, yeah you'll, you'll you'll get a you'll get a good taste from all sides of the political spectrum we have a lot of friends all right i don't know what are we gonna talk about now we don't really have um, anything planned i mean we can maybe talk a little bit about like what are more like our sooner episodes might might be about well yeah that's the thing is like we're sitting here planning out some of these topics to talk about but i feel like by the time we actually 
get around sit down and talk about them and then they're, they're gonna be more or less irrelevant not to say that we're trying to sway anyone politically to vote a certain way. It's just a lot of people are voting because of the misinformation they're presented, and I would like them to be a more educated voter in a constituency. Yeah. I think we get an episode out before. We can get a couple episodes out before the election. But then but like our fan base right now is basically just going to be our immediate friends that we can tell. You yes, know? nobody. <laughs> so, like, literally nobody. Ideally, but. ideally, we would have started, you know, earlier and been able to reach a few more few more people before the the voting season started but we'll get a good base which i think we should definitely uh watch the debates and have I've an episode watched, about I've them. watched all of them yeah i've watched them all yeah. I think we should definitely have an episode about that before i watched the, election. the amy coney barrett thing for like three days straight i just watched her get sworn in yesterday mm-hmm <coughs> congratulations to miss barrett by the way or justice barrett it's a big hot topic right now. <laughs> yeah, it it really is. And I would like to, to say it's just the lefts that are freaking out about this, but it is in this situation. But I think well, I haven't really researched indefinitely into it. But I'm pretty sure that like when a demo, like when Obama, I think he had at least one justice that he nominated, and the Republicans did the same thing. They were like, "Well, they're gonna yeah. push policy through the Supreme Court." It's like, no, dude, it's not how this works. But what they what what they have done is already already insinuated that they're going to pack the courts and that's i mean they've already insinuated that and when when they're asked about it from by a republican they obviously don't don't claim up to that but well it's a good thing then that the supreme court even though they don't vote based off of policy or like which party nominated or what their affiliation is but they're not supposed to. Six of them are currently have been nominated by Republican presidents and three of them by Democrats. Yeah. And Which, yeah. with this election being uh, not only a presidential election, but for members of the legislature, if they get a Senate majority of um, Democrats, the DNC's running the whole show and they could probably pack the courts realistically. Oh, yeah. yeah, they don't have to because they, they technically can't take anyone out, but they can make more, make, they can make new seats. They can vote on making new seats and then just putting more people in to sway it back the other way. Dark times. <laughs> like, because then every, every political office that, that holds the office is going to just do the same strategy, you know, and it's like, a hundred years from now, there's just like a thousand Supreme Court justices. It's just like a whole nother legislative branch. It'd be ridiculous. Yeah, it, <laughs> it's it's honestly ridiculous. Politics have gotten a little ridiculous at this point, and so divisive. Yeah, just absurd. Yeah, there's gonna be a lot of satire and a lot of irony to a lot of this. So we're we're not going to explain most of it. You're just going to have to choose for yourselves what to take seriously, which is, might put us in some hot water, but uh, I don't really care. <clears throat> we're no, some, we like to dance a razor's edge. We're just some, uh, some laid-back dudes that are sitting here uh, sipping whiskey, except not now. I'm drinking a Red Bull, but yeah. smoking some backer and just talking about what we think about. And if you don't like it, then I'll... We'll invite you to the table. Come, come talk to us. And that's not like a challenge. Like honestly, we would like, we would like to hear. Yeah, we're not like we we might like joke about like being like extremely hating something and 
to to a degree, we might like really, really be opposed to it, but we're not the type that like we're not willing to talk to someone that that believes that way. In fact, we're we we would love to ha- like have those kinds of people on and and really you know dissect dissect both sides of the argument down and really get to the root of of why we think differently. The meat and the potatoes. Especially the potatoes. Especially. Especially the potatoes. The potatoes. Mm. I'm Irish. I'm a, I'm a fan of potatoes. Both of them mash them. <coughs> Stick, Stick in the stew. stew. Mostly in liquid form, though. Mostly. But that's more of a, not an Irish thing. But It's more of an Eastern European thing. You can thing. make whiskey with potatoes, can't you? Or does it have to be grain? Oh. I don't think no. so. I mean, no. you can make a grain vodka. It's just a neutral spirit that you age in a barrel. I don't know. That's what a whiskey Not is. Sure. They're making vodka now out of cheese. Way, you seen that? Broken shed, vodka. They make their vodka out of whey okay, from yeah, cheese. Sure, you can. <laughs> oh, interesting. Get schooled. An Irish whiskey called Poitin. Do we, do we need to introduce her? Oh yeah, our um. What our do Jamie. we call her? Our Jamie. Our, our Jamie. Jamie is actually. <laughs> Our no. Jamie is actually a tailor. Yeah. Like, she she tailor suits for a living. <laughs> we don't know what her actual name is. <laughs> Not quite sure. We kind of oh. just pulled her off the street. Can you hear me? She doesn't live here. Yeah, we can hear Unfortunately, you. Unfortunately, we keep it down. <laughs> Thank you. We will be uh, opening a Patreon. If you'd like to support us, the first thing we'll buy is a soundproof box for our Jamie. <laughs> <laughs> and if, you, if we have zero Patreon supporters in one year... We'll give her a microphone, but we might not plug it in. <laughs> but yeah, we, we probably won't plug it in, but we'll at least give her a microphone. <laughs> oh, man. Okay. How far are we into this already? 307 seconds. About 10 minutes. Damn, Doug, you're good at math. It says it right next to it. I know. I'm just joking. <laughs> I was trying to make you look good. I was trying to make you look good. Wow, you just shit on yourself. <laughs> I mean, I'm just saying. No. Doug just pooped himself. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. So, yeah, election's coming up. I know Ryan's not a voter. Doug's a voter. I'm a voter. Taylor, you vote? Yes, but I, me and Doug technically couldn't vote in this election, though. Why? Because we, we just moved. moved with all the coronavirus oh, yeah, shit really. going on. Yeah, damn, that sucks. Yeah, with all the coronavirus shit going on, we couldn't Because uh, this couldn't is, this is the most important election of all time. Of all time. I mean, time arguably, ever. arguably, I, I kind of agree with that. But also, also at the same time, like, it also doesn't matter in the same sense because neither option are, like, all that great. So We saw this, uh, what's that video I sent you last night where it was a new drag video? And he's like, he's watching the debates, and then the message from the future comes up, and he's like, all right, uh, the whole country's depending on you to make the right vote. He's like, whatever, you're going to be the swing vote. He's like, whatever you do, don't vote for the old rapist. Yeah. And then they just say all these words, and then it cuts <laughs> back to the debate, and he's like, old. And he looks at both of them, and he's like, rapist. And he looks at both of them, and he's like, pedophile. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's like, you couldn't be any more specific? 
Unfortunately. Oh, I like Dreg's videos. Yeah, it's hilarious. Yeah, if you haven't seen Dreg's videos, check them out. They're they're pretty funny. Is it Dreg or is it J Reg? I think he says I think it's, he says Dreg. It's anything but J Reg. I don't think so. I'm pretty no, sure I, a lot of people I, call him. It's anything but Jerry. I saw I saw this GIF the other day. Oh Fuck God! Off. Don't please stop. <laughs> Let's uh, bring it back. I don't I don't vote. Period. It's not just this election. It's period in any of our elections. I suppose I vote in other things. Nothing uh, to do with the government. Why? For the most part. I always think it comes down to both parties are pointless for me to a get behind. A giant douche and a shit sandwich. Yep, it always has been for me, as long as I've been able to vote <laughs> and aware of the consequences from before I could vote, I guess. There's never been a party I particularly needed to get behind. When I was in high school before I could vote, uh, during the 2012 election... Uh, I, yeah, I guess I supported Obama just because I was more liberal back then and I was like, you know, just behind the Democrats. But that was before I really thought about politics and, and really got into it. Once I did, I kind of decided I didn't want to get behind anybody in particular and I'm okay abstaining. Well, I think that's at least more noble than not being politically educated than going out and making a vote based off of pathology. Yeah, I'd rather I'd rather someone know about politics and not vote than not know about politics. But then again, there's a huge difference between being aware of like how voting works in the election and the political parties and deciding against it and then just being lazy and not learning any of it and not voting. And that's what I used to do. And somebody told me uh last week, um, they didn't want to talk to me or they didn't want to talk to anybody about politics if they didn't vote. Was that new guy? And uh, yeah, I yeah. continued to talk to him about politics after I explained myself, and he didn't object because <clears throat> I don't know. I think he was just talking out his ass as a as a claim, just kind of making a point of he thinks voting is very important, which is fine. And I I agree. I think voting is very important, but I also think if it changed anything, it wouldn't really be so so legal and uh, <laughs> so you know pushed. I think if it really made a huge <clears> difference, it'd <throat> work more to suppress votes, and you know, which maybe is, they do which sometimes. Is another hot topic in this this coming election. Voter suppression. You've got voter suppression, fake mm-hmm. ballots, mm-hmm. Russian collusion again, part two. Again, <laughs> Iranian collusion, Ukrainian collusion. If your if your country ends with an I A N. You probably got some ballots, some U.S. ballots being shipped over here or something. <laughs> That's just a coincidence. Like, There's the whole Hunter Biden thing going on. So you got to see how it all plays out. I am personally so excited. I just can't wait. 2021's redemption year. I don't know. Either way it goes, like there's going to be a whole lot of angry people. <laughs> It's gonna be, <laughs> it's gonna a be perfect breeding I, ground. I mean, I might, I might be wrong, but I once again, and this is coming from me being a little bit more conservative. I, I, I would genuinely think that there would be more uproar if Trump won from the left than than the right if Biden won. I disagree. I like those videos of uh, last time Trump I mean, won. We'll have to see, but I crying. don't think. 
Yeah, I don't think I don't think yeah, you're you you would see people complain but you you won't see you won't see the the same amount of destruction and and just outrage across the media and Not immediately no, but I don't know, he told the proud boys to stand by. Yeah, even I don't I don't think immediately. <laughs> no, I don't think anything's yeah. going to happen immediately, but if they really go after people's guns yeah, that's if they go after people's guns. That's a that's, that's unless Biden walked back on it. Last thing I I saw, he said that he was <clears> going <throat> to. He had full intention to. I know people are talking about um, they're trying to get Biden elected to get him out of the White House and put Camilla, which up Camilla, or whatever. Who's Camilla even, hairless? Who's even further left than? Yeah, he is. but either way, I just watched the sixty minutes interview with the her Second and Biden. Going to come into danger. And, uh, they asked her if she. They say like people say that she's the most liberal politician of recent time, and they asked her what she thought about it, and she totally just deflected it. I was like, man. (laughs) But yeah, I actually looked into Biden's gun policy here recently. He's looking at banning all internet sales. All of them. Um, Which is pointless. Ban on assault weapons, ban on high-capacity magazines. What is high-capacity? What's an assault weapon? Yeah. yeah. No. Now, I mean, so, so like a black gun. Yeah, I I do agree with a you. Scary in the looking sense, mag. I do agree with you in the sense that if they if they come after the Second Amendment, then yeah, then you will see an uproar. They They're gonna have to win the House or the Senate. Yeah. They're gonna but, attack the Second Amendment. <clears throat> I mean, I feel like I feel like coming. I I mean, I don't know. Like, yes, I I think that they they want to, and I think that they they probably will try. Um, but I, I'm not, I'm not like a complete doomsdayer in <clears throat> thinking that like that that's, you know, going to be like, you know, their their one main goal and mission and whether they're actually going to be able to because, I mean, let's be honest, it's not it's not an easy task to do all that in in America, um, so. Yeah, I mean, yes, if they if they if they do attack the Second Amendment, you will see that you will see that. Um, that outrage um, from the right, especially. Um, although there are people on the left that also are pretty big gun advocates, but um, you'll definitely see that outrage on the right if they go after the Second Amendment. But what I what I mean is, Trump winning alone, pol- all policy aside, just Trump winning will send the left into an outrage. Yes, for sure. You see, uh, I think it was. Today or yesterday, maybe uh, another African American fellow got shot by the police officers, but he was literally charging them with a knife, and they were trying to keep their distance and get him to calm down, and they fired and killed him, and uh, they went out and rioted and looted. It's a great yeah. time to finally be learning some restraint when it's utterly, completely fucking pointless. <clears throat> yeah, man. The times we live in. I'm just excited for like whatever happens. I mean, honestly, like if if shit hits the fan, I'm down. Like let's fucking go. But uh, it gives me anxiety sometimes. I'm like, <laughs> but at the same time, if if shit carries on, like then so be it. I mean, it is what it is. Um, I don't know though. I think It'd be I think nice to be sure of some stability in this world, but but also at the same time, like <clears throat> also at the same time, if if say if you know doomsday or prophecy came true, you know the society collapsed and shit. I feel like it would be 
Like, it'd be really, 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 really bad for a lot of people. Um, but <clears> for <throat> for the people that, you know, do do know what they're doing and, and survive, it can, I feel like it, it would, it might be in, awesome. it might be in, uh, might be better off than, than where we're at now, honestly. It'll definitely make people regret the fact they spent their whole lives chasing a material existence instead of learning the tools they need to survive in case a situation like this occurs. Yeah. You know? <clears throat> what is this? I don't know. What are you doing, Taylor? It just popped up. Well, close it out. <laughs> Keep this thing under control. Jeez. Well, you have one job. <laughs> one job. <laughs> <laughs> you click buttons. Um, but yeah, getting back to that fact, it's like, it kind of weeds out all of the people that think that way too. Cause if the people who spend their lives like learning survival tactics and learning how to take care and grow food, the people with actual traits that are beneficial to humanity as a whole, if shit hits the fan, they're going to be the ones that end up surviving and the it ones goes, that have children and teach their kids to do this. So it's kind it's of a one, reset. One of my favorite tool lyrics, learn to swim. Learn to swim. Hey, 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 hey. <laughs> <laughs> Love me some tools. We'll see how it all goes down. That's going to be the big I feel like, the big thing. I don't know. I was talking to my uh, great uncle Kevin about this type of stuff too. I was like, like how in, the, I would, I was awesome. just asking, like, in previous elections, were there, was there ever this amount of tension? Is this, like, a normal thing that Because this is only my second election where I'm able to vote. And, like, actually, my first election where I've been actually heavily studying in politics. And he, he said that this year's actually, it's crazy. <laughs> it's, like, a lot yeah. more crazy than a lot of the elections prior. Okay. I believe it. It's yeah. just getting wilder. Yeah, just see that, and that, and that's for that reason. I think that's why I can I can say like on one hand, it's like, yes, this this election is more important than any other, but also at the same time, it's like, does it ultimately matter? Because the two choices that we that we like, obviously, like I would vote third party if I if I could, but like a lot of people say, you know, they don't really have very much of a chance. I don't think that that means you don't vote for them because obviously, if everybody more, thinks yeah. that way, then no one, yeah, right. But same, um, same predicament. But yeah, I mean, it's 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 like it on one like I said, one hand, it's it's the most contentious and divided. So um, you know, it it it's it is probably the most important. Uh, the most important election, um, but also at the same at the same time, it's it it's almost like it doesn't matter because either choice is is has a really good possibility of of sending this country beyond a point of return. But there's also like just I feel like they say this every election too, so and maybe that is the case. But I feel like just the area surrounding the election is a lot more tense because everyone's unsure and we're naturally scared of what we don't know. And as soon as it happens and, like, the first few policies roll out, I feel like it, everything will just kind of, like, mellow out for a little bit. That's what happened last time, man. Exactly what happened last time. I mean, yeah, they, they, talk, they, they talk a bigger game than what they're really going to do. Like, I mean, the, the yeah, Democrats are not called do-nothing Democrats for nothing. Like, yeah, they, they talk about coming after the Second Amendment, and they, they sometimes do try, but 
that they're, like literally Trump has done more against the Second Amendment than the past few Democrats. So, I mean, it is what it is. And then everyone thought the thought you know America was going to collapse because Trump got it elected. But meanwhile, he's like he's like passing policy to help like autism awareness. You know what I mean? Like he's that's the kind of shit that he's passing. If if you really look into it, like, doesn't doesn't he have a son who's autistic? I don't know. Isn't? I'm not sure. Baron Trump? Doesn't he have some sort of mental deficiency or something? <laughs> no, that's not a don't, joke. Don't I'm quote being, us, don't quote us on that because I don't know. <laughs> I do not know. And if he does... I'm being dead serious. Look, look, I don't think so. Oh, can no. you look that up for us? <laughs> yeah, Taylor, look that up. That's a good job for you. No, do it on the big screen. If I'm wrong, I'm gonna feel so bad. Like, like I said, it's not. It's not to say like nothing's wrong. Like my my little brother's autistic. No, like dude, I, there's nothing wrong with it. It's well, just, yeah, no, I mean, it's just funny that he's just like quick. To, isn't Baron autistic? He's, no, I'm just saying like not, there, there, there's obviously he, like a, a reason. He's not. No, there's a video of somebody posted a video um, accusing <laughs> Don, accusing uh, Baron Trump um, accusing a child <laughs> of being autistic. Uh, Wait, it says Melania Trump... Uh, go go back. It says Melania Trump says... Go down. After the Wikipedia article. Melania... That's, that's okay, coronavirus. Okay, no, that's, that's for coronavirus. Okay. That's not autism. <laughs> Isn't it, though? <laughs> Watch these vaccines, vaccines roll out and the anti-vaxxers, like, have to choose between death and... <laughs> death or autism. Yeah. <laughs> Which is kind of what they're already choosing. To I begin choose with. autism every time. <laughs> Doesn't um, make much of a difference in my life anyway. No, but like, no, I mean, it, but it's 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 I, basically all I'm saying is like, no one wants to talk about um, no one wants to talk about like all the all the policies that he's that he's really passing. They just want to bring up the policies that he's that he's like really not really had very good luck about passing, like the the like the border wall. Like, yeah, he's he's done a little bit of it, but he's ultimately um, not the not past all of what he wants to do and um for the most part it's Donald Trump blamed for having his son at 60 what is this article what? who posted this I don't know if that's a credible source okay so I'm just gonna go on record and say that I was wrong of and course you were, yeah I'm always wrong um it's probably just some it's, sort it's of a like rumor. It's it, a, a video was posted um, probably, but it's like probably, a, a joke video but, was posted but about shit Baron rolls downhill, you know. Yeah. Somebody probably wrote an actual like article about it, and I read that and was like, "Oh shit!" Yeah, <laughs> there's a lot of misinformation out there. But uh, but yeah, no, I mean, he's it's we're all learning. It's uh, Every day. yeah, I mean, it's but it's just like I mean, ultimately, ultimately. The, the president doesn't have as much power as we think. He, he has, they, he or she has, has the power simply because we, we deem it so. We think that they have power, so therefore what they say is like, is like what goes, basically. I don't know. It's like the system of checks and balances. If we get, um, I got to whisper this, President Joe Biden, if that happens... Um, and they somehow 
gain the majority in the Senate and the House, then like their ability to push legislation is going to be like. Yeah, but it takes bam. it takes all of that. Yeah, yeah, like standing alone, no. But like when you have a conglomerate of like the DNC or political affiliates or lobbyists right. or and w- which unions, right now then, one of I can't remember which one's <clears throat> which, but one of them is. Uh, Democrat majority and the other one is is Republican majority. Which one's the Senate is Republican majority and uh, the House of Representatives currently is Democrat majority. Yeah. But yeah, yeah, I don't know. I so like I said, I mean, I I think I think the the presidency is is, but I I think I think ultimately it's 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 just kind of important. because we give it so much we give it so much just as as a society we we give it the power you know what i mean by yeah. by saying it means so much it it does it becomes that yeah in case you're wondering doug is red pilled af <laughs> I mean, he's woke <laughs> i mean I, I wouldn't i wouldn't use the term red pilled that's all right doug's black pilled <laughs> doug's definitely blacked a hundred percent all right. Um, this last, uh, I think it was the last one. Yeah, it had to have been the last presidential debate where they were kind of hammering Trump a little bit on uh, immigration, like they have they did in the beginning of his presidency. Um, plus, like recently, conveniently during the election, an article was posted about 545 children can't find their parents or something. Um, so they were hammering him on that a little bit, and. Uh, he just looks at Joe Biden and goes, who built the cages, Joe? Who did it? <laughs> and it, it's based Ooh. off of this article Ooh. that was written against Trump, but the picture was taken during the Obama administration of the kids that were in cages at the border. Yeah. And he just looks at Joe and goes, who built the cages, Joe? And Joe is like trying to like weasel around. And he goes, who built the cages? And then like after he's like, all right, next question. He goes, who built the cages, Joe? <laughs> I was like, oh my gosh. He's like, I mean... As as absurd as it is, it is really entertaining. Fair point. Like, does that make me an asshole to find that really entertaining? No, that's fucking hilarious. And I I mean, I'm an asshole. I just want to point out, like, there's things like that that like came about in the Obama administration, and then also like Democrats are supposed to be the ones that are like pushing for peace, yet they're the ones that want to like stay in the Middle East and and like now the like the Trump conservative is wanting to pull out because it's not. I mean, let's let's be honest. It's not profitable. I want to know. So that's they he he wants he wants to pull out and be and and be the kind of more of. I mean, he's he's just despite what you want to say, he's literally he's literally gotten m- multiple uh, multiple <clears throat> countries that that are warmongering um, to to come to peace. Yeah. Um, multiple, not just in the Middle East, but yeah. Um, he actually was nominated for three Nobel Peace Prizes, like a couple weeks ago, maybe a month. Yeah, yeah by uh, I think they were Swedish people. I don't, I don't really know what their credentials were or anything, but I think they work at an institute or something. And he's and but he's they nominated about, him for. And he's talking about even more um, after if if he gets elected, um, having like Saudi Arabia and a few other countries. Um, uh, also step into the um, arena of, of, you know, of being in peace uh, with one another. So, I mean, he's, he's, I feel like, That's I a, feel like, whew. which is, which is, and, and the, the, the Democrats like in the left 
you know, want to downplay that or, or bash him for that. But it's like that that was that was like for the longest time, that was like the Democrats um, thing that they leaned on is 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 trying to bring peace in the world, which is really funny because like the Obama administration, like drone strikes so many civilians like and they uh they stupid amount they pushed an insane amount of legislation to get whistleblowers prosecuted yeah mm-hmm. especially people like edward snowden all. people overlook it all and i mean <clears throat> like i said earlier when i was younger and a liberal i simply if i could have voted i would have voted for obama i uh, registered to vote uh, democrat um even after his first term I just, oh, I just I just want completely still unaware. I, I would have voted this, for him for a second term, and only after the fact of his um, second term did I really ever look at anything and realize, you know. Yeah, there's no, definitely it's, it's pointless. I, uh, there's no reason that I should have voted for him in the first place. I just I want to put this out there. Like for the longest like, time, I was a sure. full on I was a full on commie. Like all the way up until like Bernie was running in the primaries, and then pretty much. Bernie losing the primaries um, in 2016 is really kind of what caused me to like take a step back and like start like looking into shit. Yeah, more. yeah, 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 yeah. Exactly. I used to be a huge advocate of like democratic socialism, and I was a Bernie head for a while too. But I don't know. As soon as I started educating myself more on like these matters and the political factions that are backing certain things by certain lobbyists. And it's like very clear picture of like what politics in modern America actually is. And I'm able to make much more rational and educational decision based off of the things that I've learned in the past year alone. Um, so yeah, I'm definitely not a socialist. I can tell you that's, that's bad juju. I used to be, I used to be a full-on <laughs> yeah, I'm definitely not a communist either. I think we all, we all used to be absolutely redhead. Socialist. Well, I think it works in small groups when you I understand still, the needs of the people that you're taking care yeah, of. Yeah, I absolutely still believe in some very yeah. socialist values. I Oh, yeah. Like, don't get me wrong. If society collapses, I'm all for some, like, some anarcho-communism. I'm all for it. If it's on a very, very small scale between, like, a very, very small population, yeah, it's, like, it, it works great. But I also don't think that that a country this large can accurately be represented. Because then you have to increase the powers of government in order to be able to take away people who work hard for their riches and then redistribute them to people that have no incentive to do any work because everyone's getting paid the same. Right. So you have this you have this imbalance where it's like, yeah, you have some rich smucks who don't deserve and don't you know, don't don't share the wealth. And we're not saying there is not also, a lot of rich people that are yeah. complete assholes. Like there are, trust and, me. And also, you know, but but also like, you know, what how do you but there are, you know, and on the other hand there are there are poor people who are who are suffering and and uh deserve deserve help. But you know, it's hard to it's hard to do on such a massive scale because there are there are people in the one percent that did work to get there. And and still still like they they still pay they still pay like statistically uh, like percentage wise they still pay the most taxes yeah and like even like, even even, w- even if because like w- when they say like when they say like um so and so paid n- uh, nothing in taxes that well that's not quite true because they're not the, when you own a business it's different like 
your personal taxes and your business taxes are two totally different things. And you can also do like write-offs by donating. And I don't think that that's wrong. I don't think that that's a bad thing to like, if you, if you want to donate to a very specific thing and cause you want your, your tax money to go to a very specific thing. I don't think that that's wrong. As long as you are paying that money, I don't, I, but that I'm also, this is also coming from someone who doesn't, doesn't really like taxes. So yeah, I'm not a fan either, (laughs) but yeah, that's a good point. And also like when you give tax breaks to the rich, you're pretty much betting on the fact that they're going to reinvest a large amount of their income into their businesses and create a spike in the economy by creating more product, making more jobs, expanding their enterprise. So when you say we shouldn't cut taxes on the rich, you're kind of just shooting yourself in the foot because you're you're degrading the economy at least slightly and like a little bit. Yeah. Well, I I think that's because we we don't even have like we don't even have true like true free market capitalism. We have crony capitalism, which is the worst. Um, and I think a lot of people can agree on that. And it's it's not it's not a healthy economy. Um, to live under unless you are, you know, towards the top, top, you know. No, no economic system dealing with perfect, this amount yeah. of moving parts is going to be able to effectively cater to everyone's needs. Well, right. All I want to say, all I do want to say, though, is like we're all any American citizen is within the one percent of the world, though. That's all I want to say. Like when it comes to that. Except, I don't know about one percent, but no, it's, it's it's like it's like it's statistically true when it comes. Can you to pull like, that up, Taylor? <laughs> over there on your phone, not doing shit. We're doing all the hard work over here. It's talking. It is hard work. Just look up. Um, I don't know how. How would you word that? Yeah. I mean, like, um, how would you word that? Uh, um. American citizens are in the 1% of the world or something. I don't know. Basically, it's it's just saying that, like, our living standards are, are like, are just that much higher for the most part. Oh, for for sure. the most part. Yeah. Certainly. I still don't know about... Well, because, like, and I'm not, I'm not saying, 1%. I'm not saying that it's, that it's not, that it's not hard and it's not a, it's not a shitty life, but, like, <clears throat> our country provides things like a homeless shelter, whereas you go to other countries and, um, you go to other countries and, you know, their, their middle class isn't as, isn't as wealthy as our, our low class. Americans are in the 1% that's, worldwide. So that's where we have 300 million. Yes. That's drastically less. That's still, that's still something to say about it. No, I, I, I completely agree that Americans generally have higher quality living standards than half of the world. Yeah. There's definitely people in America that have, you know, worse standards than uh, some some not nice parts of the world. There's definitely people in really horrible conditions in this country and other nice countries. But by and large, yes, I I don't think it's that as drastic as you put it. But we are generally far more comfortable than most of the world. And that's not people to say take that, that we don't have kinks that need to be ironed out. I've got kinks. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I'm not, I'm not saying that we don't, you know, we don't. Um, more, my point is, is less that like, is less trying to be like, America is is superior, and more just that, more just that, I think a lot of people take advantage and and think it's a lot worse than it than it is here when 
there, it's a lot, a lot worse in other countries. And it, that's, and I'm not saying that come, like I said, I'm not saying that in some like nationalistic kind of viewpoint. Um, it's, it's just, I think, I think people, when, when they bring up, when they bring up problems, it's, uh, they, they tend to be more pessimistic. Yeah. And, and, and not, not look at like how far we have come. Yeah, um, for sure. Oh shit! I'm in the one percent this year. <laughs> All right, bastard! You owe you owe me at least at least fifty percent. No, don't give me more taxes. Yeah, NATO house, house taxes. <laughs> NATO, no. Yeah, the one percent of America makes. I think it's like I think it's like four hundred thousand. No, no, put no. You no. In. That's a. Uh, that's just the tax bracket that Joe Biden's trying to tax more people on. What? No, but I'm pretty sure like that's if you make more than four hundred thousand, that puts you in the one percent of America. That's a huge gap, though. I would. Well, because there is a huge. Gap. There's a huge gap between the the, the middle. The oh, middle, for sure, the middle class has middle been disappearing class, since yeah. the mid '70s. Yeah, at it's, least there like it, that. That is something that I will. That I will. There's a huge gap between the one percent and then like the middle. Taylor, class. Taylor, look up uh, the one percent um, income bracket of the United States. I just want to get all of these facts in my head. I'm almost positive it's 400,000. Yeah, 421,000. Okay. Shit, Doug was right. Actually, you were off by uh, 21,926, Doug. Excuse me. Actually, by prices right rules, you you win. (laughs) I was definitely off. (laughs) (laughs) No, it's and and it's I it and it's because the way like jobs are just structured, it's like it's like it's incredibly hard to find jobs that like, it's it's like you get to a certain point, you know, and a job might pay like a hundred thousand dollars or something, but then beyond that, it's like you you jump from like a hundred thousand to like like half a million. Yeah, million it's like dollars. the more money you make, if you get like a five percent increase in income, yeah, then. It's even. It's five percent of yeah. the income you already have, and if you already have a large amount, it's a larger amount. You know, it just keeps going up. Actually, in America, like once you start accumulating wealth, for you to reinvest that and accumulate more wealth, your chances of doing that here are higher than almost anywhere else in the world. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. That's how free. If you do it. Yeah. If you do it. If if you're blinded by um, materialism and you just spend all of your money on, I don't know. I was, Nike shoes or fucking I don't know a Dodge Charger a nice PC um, like all the shit you have (laughs) (laughs) ducks over here flexing (laughs) and he's single I mean no I mean I'm I'm still I'm still pretty like I like I was I was like deathly scared of getting like this is my first car payment like I was deathly you can ask Taylor like I did not want to have a car payment me either dude that's why I didn't buy a car until I I had to did not want it at all and generally speaking like I don't I don't own a lot of very expensive things um I do but it's all like this shit like recording equipment the studio the studio is probably the most expensive (laughs) it literally like literally like 50% of my income goes Mm -hmm. into production I do too but it's mostly broken cars (laughs) <laughs> it's it's cars that are almost broken and then him breaking them. Mm-hmm. Let's let's clarify. No, <laughs> they're broken because he broke them. Mm-hmm. Not he didn't get them broken. You ever seen someone do a tray flip in a car? You can. Ryan's done it. 
and pretty much well, walked away uh, unscathed. Is that a spitter? Mm-hmm. Dude, that's cool. It's a pork thing. Dude, you should dump that on Taylor's head. I will later when it's full. Mm, yeah. Okay. Got filled up first, bub. <laughs> what kind of chew are you chewing? I got some rocking chair chew. <laughs> you need a rock. Say that, say that one more time. We're going to Cracker Barrel. Rock and chair child, bro. Right, episode's rock over. We're going to Cracker rock Barrel. <laughs> Man, you know, we had, we had a lot of So, Doug, can I identify eat. with all of his conservative brethren? <laughs> I could definitely eat. I'm, I'm not even like a traditional conservative. I'm really not. I'm, I'm, more of a, I'm more of a libertarian, if you will. I don't even really like that term, to be honest. It's just I, I, have, I have some liberal views and I have some conservative views and i mean when they when they come up you know i'll talk about them but um, i'd hate how everything's so polarized and if you like you tell people that you're pro you think the second amendment has some validity to it then they automatically group you into a category where like you're a racist old white conservative i'm like dude i'm 24 yeah dude i'm not even that old and i'm definitely not racist i'm not racist either i didn't mean to leave that one out (laughs) Definitely <laughs> <laughs> um, not. Um, were you wearing that shirt yesterday? Yeah, maybe, probably. <laughs> <laughs> I'm doing laundry right now. Yeah, I need to do laundry too. Yeah, I gotta do my bed laundry. It's all cummy and musky. <laughs> That's disgusting. <laughs> Lovely. It's not the first time I've heard that this weekend. It's not the first time I've heard it today. <laughs> yeah, same. <laughs> Taylor, will you give me some water? Please. Bye. I don't mean to uh, assert We're doing the patriarchy on you, but... We're doing important work down here. Um, Back-breaking work, in fact. What, what were we talking about? Uh, you don't... Oh, grouping... Being grouped in a polarized category is based on the policies that you're advocating for. Oh, yeah, because I don't... I do not like Republicans. Don't get me wrong. Um, I think they get shit on more than they probably should, but they're definitely worth shitting on a lot of times. Oh, so. One thing we can agree <laughs> on, though, is Ted Cruz is the Zodiac Killer. Oh, Absolutely. yeah, for sure. Uh-huh. Absolutely. 100%. I like how exaggerated he makes everything, too. Like when Twitter and Facebook banned the Hunter Biden laptop stories, like with the appearance of a political sway and trying to sway people to vote for Joe Biden... Uh, there's like a video of him on the news where there's just a camera on him and he's walking out of the chamber and he's like, we want to know what the hell is going on. <laughs> I'm like, geez. I mean, he's not wrong. We do want to know what's going on, but he's just, he is, he's very, he's, he's a, he's a weird character. I like the what time where he liked, that? he liked that porn video on Twitter. That's <laughs> awesome. That's one of my favorite like, things. I like, I like the Pauls a lot, but there, what, what was, um, uh, Random role, obviously, but what's? I don't know if he's still. I don't know if he's still in office, but the who's the like kind of kind of youngish, um, maybe in his thirties, maybe forties, blonde conservative dude. Uh, what what state? I, I don't know. When did he get appointed? You know. Uh, I don't Can know. you describe anything about him, or is he just? You actually just make this up? Is no. he he's Aryan? <laughs> He's, I mean, he's sounds like a Republican Nazi to me, folks. What about him? I don't know. He uh, just like whenever I'd, whenever I'd, there's been multiple things that I've seen, um, like videos of him, or if I, if I'm watching like uh, a hearing in him, I know, I know, he's the South Carolina representative. He's very, like, he's, he will, 
he drills into people um, but does it in, in, in a very like logical way. Because like one thing I hate about Republicans is they always bring God into it. Like I fucking mm-hmm. hate that. You cannot back up your secular views with a religious view. You cannot yeah. do that logically. But he does... He's a, I think I, he's in the Senate. Know. No, he's in the House of Representatives, I think. House for sale. House for I sale. I would like to look at houses in South Carolina, please. We just moved there. Just look up. I'm going to find South Carolina him. legislator. I'm going to beat her. Uh, is it this guy? Yeah, that guy. Oh, I love him. Yeah, he's uh, awesome. Gowdy. Yeah, Gowdy. Yeah, he's from South Carolina. Yeah. Uh, yeah, honestly, he's like, he's pretty lit. In fact, I you can know, tell. What was he? Was he about? Uh, he very obviously was a lawyer, like in the law practice before he was uh, mm-hmm. in the. I gotta get this right. Is he in the Senate of the House of Representatives? Look that up, uh, Senator uh, or I guess Gowdy, South Carolina Gowdy. I think he is a senator. G a u g a o w d y. G-O-W-D-Y. Gaudi. Oh, yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. Trade, trade. Former representative. representative. Yeah. Yeah, uh, like, during... I, saw, I watched, yeah, like, a couple of Clinton hearings. I watched the investigation of um, mm-hmm. um, the FBI, yeah. the head of the Mueller, the Mueller case, mm-hmm. and get his shit ripped apart by this guy. Oh, yeah. He, this guy he got, obviously he was a lawyer. His, yeah, he ripped like, his shit open. Like, he does it with everyone. It's yeah. insane. He's and he's he does like, it in such like such a like because every other person is just like what would you do if if God came down like like every other Republican just like always tries to bring in like the Bible dude, and he's shit. A lawyer. It's just like but Gowdy like knows his shit and comes about it at from a, like a logical stand like a logical standpoint. When he was uh, investigating just, the really the good. Clinton uh, Trump bias, he was like investigating the FBI and he was like, so uh, when did the um. When did the Benghazi case officially end? Or, like, the investigation into the Benghazi incident. And they had they gave him a date, and he's like, oh, when did, uh, when did the investigation into Russian collusion with Trump or his impeachment trial begin? And they told him. And he goes, so I have text messages between you and Lisa Page saying that there's no way Trump's going to win this election. We're going to stop it from happening. We have to be America's heroes. I'm paraphrasing. But that's very close to verbatim. Mm-hmm. And it's like, you sent these text messages before the Benghazi case closed and before the other one started. He's like, so you're premonising the outcome of both cases? And you think Hillary Clinton should be the president when you are doing an investigation on her right now? It's like, that's very interesting. I was like, dude, he's like throwing mm-hmm. so many facts at me. I love it. Give me yeah. more facts, daddy. <laughs> Daddy so I guess he's not in office anymore. That sucks. Oh yeah, the DNC probably murdered him. That's a joke, kind of. He's uh, yeah. I'm 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 surprised they I'm surprised they got got rid of him. He probably was asking too many questions, too many good well, questions. Well, honestly, <laughs> I think that people at the legislature have need to have term limits. Oh, for sure. I mean, for sure. I definitely. I do think he think. was. I do like from what I saw of him. Uh. I didn't really study into any of the thing that he authored, any bills or uh, anything that he voted for. But based off of the hearings alone and the way that he, he presented evidence, he definitely was a lawyer and he was definitely very professional. And I don't know, people can say that he just had a bias because he's Republican. But if you look, like the, the evidence is present. 
It's <laughs> like, it's insane. Yeah, he's pursuing a legal... My boy, Gowdy. Yeah. I know who I'm hiring if I ever get convicted of a crime in South Carolina specifically. Yeah. Go Unless Gowdy. he's a federal lawyer. Is that a thing? I don't, I don't know. Is there a jurisdiction for, for federal I would attorneys? think that it wouldn't matter. Ryan, you're G. I don't know how lawyers work. I'm in the banking industry. <laughs> <laughs> talk more money. I talk money. I can talk money with lawyers, but... Right. I can't talk a lot, talk a lot with lawyers. Oh, yeah, you're right. I, I like him a whole lot. Um, yeah. I don't yeah, know. It's just because I, I bring that up because I the one thing I really don't like about Republicans is, like I said, is just the fact that, that religion always plays a role in, in what they have to say, and they lose a lot of... I can understand that. Yeah, they lose a lot of support. Like they would, I feel like they would have a lot more younger support Um if they didn't do that, if they didn't rely on their their positions being founded uh, in the Bible. That's true, but also there's something to be said about people who are instantly against people who are of the Christian faith. Oh, for sure. I because, mean, like, you have to be able to look outside of that, too, as a constituency. Yeah. And say, okay, maybe I don't believe in Christian values specifically, but there are traditional family values that I align with. Mm-hmm. You can meet, yeah. you can always find a middle ground, and I guess more or less that's the point of my, this podcast is to find that middle ground. Yeah, my my issue, and because, but you'll also catch me like defending Christians from people who just t- attack Christianity like hundred percent of the time. Yeah, you'll 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 hear me defending Christianity in those cases a lot. But in in politics, I don't think <clears throat> you're you're lo- like even if I can agree with you for why you think the way you think because you're a Christian. Even if I agree with you, I'm not going to like the way you approach the argument by using your religion because that's not that's just not a good way. The only the only people you are going to try to convince is other Christians, and that's not that's and, that's and not, that demographic is slowly shrinking. Right. That first off, that demographic is slowly shrinking, and two, that demographic is probably already largely in agreement with you anyway. They'll so probably like, just vote for you anyway. You don't have right. To, you don't so have to like, get up on your on your. Uh, what do you call it? Pedestal. Then? No, I was going to I was going to use a more oh, religious podium. one. Oh. Um, um What is it? Ryan, come on. You're the guy for this. You've been to You've been to the synagogue. Uh I don't know. I know but, this altar. Altar, yeah. But they really get up on altars. Yeah, you do. They did, you did at the Catholic church I grew up in. But anyway. Yeah, I just I think I think I think uh, Republicans would have a better chance of of sounding less stupid. Less stupid, exactly. No, honestly, though, they would they would sound less stupid if they actually brought a little bit more like facts and and logic to the table and less like just religious beliefs. Yeah, it goes both ways. I would listen to a lot more Democrats if they would just stop saying orange man bad. Yeah, of course. Yeah. It's just I just want to point that put that out there that way that way for the rest of the episodes that you hear me shit talking Democrats and, and leftists you know that I'm we're not, gonna try you know. to do it on both sides of the aisle but like I said earlier like a majority of the most outrageous claims are coming from the followers of the new left or uh, are we doing an hour or an hour and a half no we can wrap up whenever I mean this talking. episode doesn't really matter it's yeah more of a the origin story. 
In a world where three men were completely pissed off at the way the government's being run. And probably don't know what they're talking about. <laughs> they sat down at the table to get embarrassed. Um, it's okay. We'll, we'll, you know, delete this in 50 episodes or something. <laughs> <laughs> All of a sudden, a couple years from now, it'll just, you know, you can look back. You'll be able to find episodes. We're going to have to. 61, they... 62, 63. <laughs> uh, that'll be it. The first, the first... However many years can be a mystery. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but yeah, like I was saying, we're going to try to attack both sides of the aisle and analyze it from an unbiased position, but it's just really easy to have the appearance of a conservative or right-leaning bias because a lot of the outrageous claims nowadays are coming from people who follow the new left social movement or the DNC itself. And I think and I think a lot of it stems from like why, why we're going to be viewed that way is because if you aren't in alliance a hundred percent in agreement with with their ideology then it's just like you're automatically all right yeah it's like mia <laughs> mia called us while we were working on that mural and mm-hmm. uh she, you know she she moved to arizona and like phoenix too like big city arizona and everyone there is liberal and she posts pictures on instagram and people have been messaging her saying why aren't you putting the hashtag blm on your pictures and she's like well I, I think i have a right to do whatever i want with my with my content my, her pictures and they're are, like well are, you're an enemy yeah. to are you an enemy to be all yeah, her she's pictures like, are of her i, I stand for racial and, like justice well, no, remember, remember pictures than what, anything. what i think is what i think is is a good point to bring up is remember the first thing she said though she said well what do you think about it because she needed confirmation that we weren't going to be those types that are like we're all for BLM because because people people that have a differing view honestly nowadays feel a little bit a little bit weary of sharing their views to mm-hmm. people because and it's, they, not a, it's not that we're not, not that we're necessarily against it or that we are pro blue lives matter or all lives oh, no, matter fuck or blue lives or whatever yeah we're not <laughs> we're not you know taking a stance on black lives matter. In this case, necessarily, we'll get into well, this in a yeah, later we, we episode. Yeah, we have some things to talk about on that. But in this case, it's um, that you know they're trying to drag it into something that's irrelevant. Like you said, her content is is more modeling pictures than anything. It's not anything political or anything charged with anything. There's no reason for it to right. have a politically charged message attached to it if she doesn't want it. If that's not part of her everyday yeah. life and belief system, it's just really ironic to. I don't know. I'm not gonna say it because that they're harassing. That they're no, no, harassing no. People? Like, because I wanna, I wanna be able to say, say these it. points. Well, I want. We're gonna be able to say these points in a later episode when we analyze the BLM movement itself. And I don't want to kind of like spoil it here, <laughs> which will probably be a very recent episode because it has such a p- high potency in today's media. Um, no, I'm gonna say it. Just <laughs> <laughs> gonna say it. <laughs> no, uh, it's really ironic how. Uh, the Democratic voters or the new leftists, they are um, advocating, most of them, a lot of them, like a huge demographic of them are like just young Caucasian people, and they're claiming to speak on behalf of the African-American community themselves, and then when there are African-Americans who believe in conservative values, they call them like Uncle Toms, or they use more select words that are really uh, obligatory. <laughs> like, yeah. Um, it's just really ironic how you're like we have we have to give uh, the black community more voice, and then when the people against the grain or who are black who happen to be black are speaking their mind, they're like, 
well, you're just against the movement and you're just fooled, you're whitewashed. It's it's ridiculous how this has all become a racial issue. Yeah. Not to say that racial injustice doesn't exist. Yeah, I mean it's it, definitely exaggerated, yeah. I would say. Yeah. I would I would say it's it's exaggerated, but it you know, there definitely is still some injustices that I, I don't think I don't think there's not any any like law on the book now that that explicitly, you know, is disadvantageous to people of color, but um but there are things that in the past have have been that way and they still feel the repercussions of it to that day and there still are racist people and they feel the repercussions of that as well. And we need to work on those things. But I think largely on a grand scale of things, it's it's a little little overly exaggerated. And um, I can already feel it. There's going to be a large amount of people that are going to be like, well, you're not allowed to have an opinion on this matter because you're not black. Yeah. You know. But then again, like there are people in the black community who hold conservative values and you're just stripping their voice away from them by ridiculing them publicly. It's ridiculous. It's a whole shit show. Mm. We'll get into it with hopefully uh, a knowledgeable guest or yeah, that's another thing too. If you would be nice. if a guest comes on our show or if you <clears throat> if anyone listening to this wants to come on the show, we will we'll give you some liberty in deciding the topic that we'll debate as long as it's not something that a dead horse that we're we've been beating for fifteen episodes. Um, but we'll give you a chance to have like some discussion in the topic you want to choose, and then there'll be like a week or two leeway where you'll be able to actually, you know, study into it for yourself and be educated coming to the table. Because the last thing we want is just us resorting to pathology and just calling each other names or yelling over each other, which is seems to be a lot of the argument that's being held today. We want it to be more professional and to actually dissect the problems and some real evidence and sit here and find a middle ground. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <clears throat> so who's our first guest going to be? I don't know. The seat's open right now. I'm looking at it. It's empty. It's cold. <laughs> my boss know. would be an interesting guest, but... Who? <laughs> then my boss, but I don't think twice before... Oh, long? Before I do that, yeah. I don't, I don't, I'm a little weary on even letting employers know that we're doing this because... Yeah. Oh, I know. There could be a, a left <laughs> a left-wing backlash on some of the points yeah. that we're saying, and then all of a sudden there's a, a syndicate of people yeah. demanding that we lose our job, and then they have to do it under pressure of not making enough money, especially during coronavirus. It's, so, yeah, I'm a little weird. I'll, obviously, yeah. if they find out, I'm not going to be embarrassed or humiliated about it, but I will bring a valid argument to the table if they try to terminate my employment for speaking outside of work about for, my political yeah, beliefs. Yeah, whatever the hell yeah. we want. And, I mean, and that's just, like, like like I kind of brought up a minute ago with the whole Mia thing. Like, that's that's the world we live in today where you have to, you you almost have to be secretive and, and like, and shy with your political beliefs if it goes out of line with the with the leftist ideology. We should have named our podcast "Coming Out of the Closet." <laughs> coming out of the, the, political, out of closet. the political closet. No, I'm, I'm not ready yet. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Well, we're past an hour. Is there anything else y'all want to talk about? We'll probably get into something real quick. Um, I think we can wrap it up. 
I found out how hard it well, is to Well, you should be hour. wrapping it up. I mean, Ryan. we filled up an hour pretty, yeah, pretty easily. No, Ryan, bad. you should be wrapping it up. No. I've seen the people that you've been sleeping with. No. <laughs> but uh, no, I think it'd be easier with uh, some more planned out topics. It definitely wasn't hard. Yeah. I mean, we even weren't even really talking things. about any one particular thing. If we no. had, if we were actually going into detail, it'd be, it would be a lot easier. But yeah. Are we wanting to like give a, like present the next week's topic on the show before? Are we going to start? We don't have to do it now, but are we going to start doing that? Or I would say probably, yeah. Yeah, you think that's a good idea? Yeah. I mean, do you guys want to go ahead and say, like, do you want to talk about the election next week? That's a really big category. I mean, might as well talk about it real quick before. But it then again, like, we can just break that into segments and record several episodes in a row and then release them at once just in one-hour segment, one-and-a-half-hour segments to where it's a topic and you can listen to that topic and you don't have to listen to the whole thing if you don't want to. It's more digestible that way. Yeah, I mean, we can... We can. We will talk, talk about, about something it, political next week. Something political. Something political. Tune political. in next week for something political. Probably. And maybe something not political. Who knows? Who knows? All right, this is the Polemia Podcast, and we are signing off. Bye-bye.